Hello and welcome back to ASD, A New Perspective, the podcast show where we help you understand what is going on in the mind of your child and we encourage you that growth for your child is possible. And we continue our series on co-occurring conditions, answering the questions so many parents have, what about behavior? Dr. Gutstein discusses. You know, it's hard to put it's hard to put words into it, but when suddenly things start move below a certain threshold where you're not making enough sense of what's going on around you, it disrupts everything. It's like you don't even have a sense of self. It's like it's that hell. It's even a sense of continuity. Am I the same? And it's hard to know. Am I the same person? You know, I was five minutes ago. We take that for granted. We take that sense of the continuity of our world. That the variations, the changes. Are, we can notice them, but underneath that, the thing we don't notice is that our mind creates an ongoing us in the world. An ongoing world, by the way, that, that feels sufficiently predictable, sufficiently influenceable. Not per- perfectly, but enough. And so we take that for granted. It's underneath everything. And so we're able to look at the changes, the novelty, all the, oh, isn't that interesting? Isn't that? But what happens like with this woman or with people with autism is, when that automatic background stops working or isn't working well enough, right, then you start to become aware of the discontinuities. You start to become aware, wait a minute, not making sense, wait a minute, am I still me? Uh, wait a minute, is the world still the world? Is what I believe, what I expect to happen, can I trust anything about what I expect to either that I'm able to do in the world or that the, what's going to happen in the world? And when that starts to break down, or when you've never had that in the case of ASD, seeing her is starting to break down. So you're seeing the behavior. People with ASD, they, that's been their default state from, from the beginning. So then, right, behavior is their way, their own, the way they know to, often to try to cope with that. And that's not what all behavior problems are in ASD, but you can see a lot of what we call ASD behaviors, the general things not the specific unique things because a kid with ASD can just be a, having a tantrum or, you know, or by any other child, you can have behavior or, or something can happen to them that upsets them or a loss. But I'm thinking about the things that we think of as ASD behaviors. You can say those are universally the responses and they vary by person to person, by the way, there aren't any universal behaviors, interestingly enough, but which is why people have so much trouble when they start to study them. Are, def- are definitely attempts to try to manage that default state of, uh, of non-continuity. It's very hard for us to know about because these are things we we don't even we never think about. In fact, I'm not sure we even become aware of how much our brains do to maintain that consistency. To maintain, you wake up in the morning. How is it that you wake up in the morning and you know you're the same person as yesterday when you went to sleep? How do you do that? Well, you don't. I mean, you don't even know you do it, but you do it. And it's only when, some, you know, we've studied people who've had brain injuries and more extreme things than, than we see with ASD. And we say, there are people who wake up in the next day and they don't even know who they are, you know, from yesterday. They don't have the sense of it. Now, with ASD, you don't have that extreme level, but you have a lower level that's still always there where there's a lot of distrust. And when you talk about distrust, it's not about distrusting you as a guide. It's distrusting everything. It's distrusting myself, my world. You just happen to be part of that world. I mean. You know, I, I tell players, don't take it personally. It's not that they don't trust you, and they don't think about it that way. It, it's that 
there's a more basic level. It's not conscious of, I can't trust my own experience in the world. That's the bottom line. And you happen to be part of that, right? So, you know, just, you know, and the only thing I can trust is my, you know, like trees, because they're static, or trains, because they go around, or these, you know, these invariants of the world. So I start to focus on those, or, or whatever my obsession is, because from whatever feedback I've gotten, I felt, oh, when I do that, the world starts to make sense to me. Whatever it is I've picked, or whatever it is, sometimes just accidentally, right? I do behaviorally. It seems to make the world less disorganizing. I seem to have more of a sense of myself, more, uh, uh, you know, that sense of I can, I'm still me. And the world is still the world. And things haven't just changed on me, you know? And, and everything is just different, you know? Um, it would be like if I, if I, you know, knocked you out or something, gave you a drug, and then it took you to... Um, the middle of Mongolian desert and just sort of left you there. And it happened every day of your life. I mean, <laughs> you might get a little feel of what's like to have AST. <laughs> when, you know, it's just like you can't, and it's not conscious. I mean, that would be more, con actually it's not as bad because you'd know, wait a minute, I'm not home. You have all this conscious awareness that something's wrong, right? You feel drugged, you wake up and say, I, I, don't, I don't live in a place like this. These people, I, I need, you'd figure out you're in Mongolia, you know, and then you'd be okay. But if you have ASD, it's all happening, you're not even aware of it. It's just your, that's what I mean by default state. It's not like that, it's, it's just the way every moment is. And so you don't know there's an alternative. You don't know, oh, I'm in Mongolia. Uh, you don't have the ability then to recognize it and then move to a, back to a comfort, you know, your usual comfort environment. You're just there, <laughs> right? And so, you know, one, one of the things that we then start out with is the idea that, we, you know, before we, we assume that a lot of these behaviors are, there, are, are a problem themselves, we say, well, what happens if we, if we help this person to, to experience the continuity in their world, the sense that they can make more sense of their world, find meaning, even with variation, that they don't have to be so vigilant about potential disorganizing factors, that they can let that go, that they start to have more trust in themselves. And I, I want to point that, that's probably the number one thing is trust in oneself, um, you know, in the world. And trust in my world be, <laughs> making sense to me, being, so, you know, that's why I think that what we try to do is to say, okay, we're going to introduce a world to you where there is continuity and variation. Right from the beginning, I use, you know, it's funny because same and different, right? Where there's, a, you're going to experience sameness and difference as part of the world, but you're not going to lose that sameness. We're going to make sure that even though we increase the variation, it's in such a way that you can still see the continuity in your world. You can still make sense of that. And so now, just like us, then the variations become interesting rather than threatening, right? And disorganizing. They become because you, you you take for granted then the continuity is there after a while. You, and what you're doing is trusting your own perceptual system, right? Your own underlying cognitive perceptual system, sensory system. We're saying, okay, it's going to my brain's going to take care of that. That's what we all do. We don't know what we're doing. So my brain's going to take care of it, whether it's our vision, whether it's our sense of self. Our brain just sort of takes care of it for us, right? And so when you help someone with ASD to start to feel the same way, that the brain is now taking care of it, 
then the world can be different. Then, then they start to feel like, oh, okay, they don't know that. I mean, just like we don't know it. We don't ever think that our brain's doing it, even though it is. Um, you know, how does your brain fill in all these gaps, you know, in vision? I mean, it's, it's amazing when you think about it. But anyway, what, what, what happens then is they feel more comfortable being in the world moment to moment. And so, yeah, then they're going to start. And then if you're, if they perceive that you've helped them to do that, <laughs> you become, it's untrust and untrust. It's like, oh yeah, you're great. Thank you. <laughs> you know? Now I see what your role is. You help me to do that so that I can go venture into the world. Right. And so it, trust is a funny word, but it's, it's, it's more like, oh, you know, how can I, if I don't trust anything, my world, trust isn't even an issue around you and me, but once I start to feel like things are making sense and I can make sense, I can make sense in a world where there is change. I can perceive that continuity that, you know, the patterns, the, the things that remain the same, I can experience myself as not something, not a victim of it, not somebody who, you know, suddenly things change, but I have agent and that's part of agency. I have the ability to influence things, not to shut it down, but to feel, you know, to sort of regulate it too so that it's not overwhelming to me, but I don't have to turn it off. Regulating versus controlling, right? I can regulate it. And that you're helping me to regulate it. So if I can now move to being regulating rather than controlling, shutting down, right? Then you become incredibly important because you're helping me to do that. Thank you, Dr. Gutstein, and thank you for joining us for ASD, A New Perspective, and our special series, Autism and Co-Occurring Conditions, a podcast show where we tell you what is going on in the mind of your child, and we do continue to encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee. See you next time.